You're listening to Comedy Central. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski. Please welcome Lester Holt. Welcome to the show. Nice desk. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank, do you miss desks now that you stand? Is that the thing? Yeah, I do a lot of standing. I have a very fancy desk, but now they have me standing. For yeah, most, I, like most you, of the you I like it. Like I come it's... home like anybody else, I'm like, oh, my feet are killing me. It's right. A, yeah, the days uh, of sitting are gone, my yeah, friend. Yeah, no, it's a more, you know, you can project more. and. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I like your vibe. Like, you got like yeah. the desk. I never know where you're going to be. I'm like, where's Lester going to be? You never know. It's, it's just well, like we, have this, we have this cool studio with all these. So every day we're like, hey, what if we did it here? Right. We did it over there. Let's uh, let's first congratulate you for uh, you won an Emmy last night. Yeah, for, congratulations! Uh, thank you. Thank you. It was uh, it was uh, for an interview I had done with President Obama. The the night he gave his farewell to the country, we traveled with him to Chicago. Right. And went to his favorite uh, restaurant in Hyde Park in Chicago. Sat down, and as we're you know, we're doing the interview, of course, the clock is counting down because we have to get him out of there so he can get to his speech. His nine o'clock speech, uh, but we won an Emmy for it. I'm assuming night. you won the Emmy for not crying during the interview. Is that is that what it was? <laughs> How, let me ask. Let me ask you this question. I mean, it, it, this is something that comes up all the time. You know, you you hear people saying that the liberal media, the news media, is liberal. Trump even said the other day. He said, "All you news people, I call you Democrats. You're all Democrats." It, wh- how do you respond to the idea that, as, as news people, you can report on the news and still have your own personal beliefs about politics that we may or may not know? That's a really good question, because I tell people all the time, we're living human beings. You know, we have feelings about everything. I have opinions about a lot of things. Some things I, I don't know, and I accept right. that. I think it's healthy to sometimes say, you know, I don't know how to figure out immigration or whatever, the, whatever it may be. Um, but we're professionals at the same time. I mean, I enjoy a spirited, intellectual, you know, Debate. Right. I like to hear smart people talk about issues, and you realize there's often there's no right answer, and that's kind of the attitude I bring, you know, to the news set every night. Um, but you know, most of the, most of that, you know, you just kind of let it go in winning right the other. You have to. We right. have to do our jobs. It, it's hard when when your haters are in the White House because there was a there was a tweet that President Trump sent out, and this was in in August. Right, where he said, "What's going on at CNN is happening to different degrees at other networks." Two with an one O. Um, he said, with NBC News being the worst, the good news is that Andy Lackey is about to be fired for incompetence. And much worse, when Lester Holt got caught fudging my tape on Russia, they were hurt badly. Why'd you fudge, fudge the tape, Lester? <laughs> Why'd you fudge the tape? 
Well, to put that in context, uh, I was actually on vacation and uh, got slept in. I, first thing I opened the phone, I said to my, hey, honey, I got tweeted about by the president. It was, uh, <laughs> I, you know, it's, um, I, you know, I, I, it was, how do you dignify that? I mean, it, you know, it was, at that point, I think it was 15 months after the interview. Right. And the so. interview, just so we're all on the same page, is the interview that in many ways has shaped what's happening in America right now. You sat down with the president, and he basically admitted to firing James Comey because of the Russia investigation, which has now come back to bite him. Well, he, he acknowledged that the Russia investigation was on his mind. And, and you know, we, it, was, it was a good spirited conversation. He, you know, there were no trick questions. He right. was very upfront about, you know, uh, why he wanted him fired. And, uh, you know, uh, the early reports were he thought it was a good interview. How do you not tweet back? <laughs> When the president tweets you saying you you lied as a journalist. Oh, I you know that's a that's a foolhardy game as as a journalist. You can't get into that because you know we do news every day that sometimes makes people uncomfortable. We'll do stories that may challenge your worldview or challenge what you've always thought something to be. Right. And uh, you know if you got in the position of you know responding to every critic of something you reported, um, that would be a take you down a road you don't want to go down. <laughs> and, and certainly I'm not going to get into it with the president of the United States. Let's talk about the journey that you've taken on the news. Um, it's been really interesting to see some of the stories that you're covering, uh, particularly with regards to criminal justice reform. You know, uh, when Meek Mill was in prison, you were one of the first and few news programs that reached out to him in prison. You conducted an interview with him over the phone. And then when he came out, you touched base with him again. Why is it so important for you to catch up on these stories? Because I noticed there's a specific focus on this. Because I think there's a moment in time here where both red and blue, both Republicans and Democrats, are starting to understand there's a need for criminal justice reform. That's one of the few things they can talk about and find some common ground. Meek Mill's story was, uh, you know, he served time for, you know, crimes he was convicted of, but then the, he got caught in what he thought was a probation trap, where, right. he, you know, you, you're on probation and you do something and then you're back in. For, right. You for can basically more, never get out. For more time. Yeah. And so it was, it was a fascinating story. He had, you know, the celebrity to, of course, put this on the, uh, on the front burner. And you're right. I spoke to him on the phone a few times, interviewed him, and then uh, we were there. I mean, literally there as he came out and, uh, you know, he was whisked away in a helicopter. He was at the uh, 76ers game that day, and we interviewed him uh, within hours of that. But he's one of many people who have brought a lot of attention to this, and, and it's something that I've become more and more passionate about. Right. I've noticed your passion in the stories you cover and in the manner you cover them in as well, because, you know, you, you've started taking yourself away from the desk, but I've also noticed that you started taking the news to the people, which is really interesting. Interesting. You're embarking on a, on a, on a multi-state tour right now where you're going around the country speaking to people who you're reporting the news about, which is an interesting way to do it. We've always seen the news as being in a place. You're making it seem like the news is where the people actually are. What are you doing? Well, you know, Why? I'm a reporter, so I'm always more comfortable in the field. I always tell, you know, young journalists that, you know, they say, I want to be an anchor someday. I said, well, that's great. I said, but, you know, just so you know, the most exciting, fulfilling moments in my career have not been sitting at the desk. They've been out in the field. Right. Uh, so I do take the, the broadcast on the road to major stories, you know, hurricanes or attacks or whatever may be going on. But it's also important to go visit communities when nothing horrible is happening. Uh, I was in local news for 20 years and, you know, you have a community, you know, whether it was Los Angeles or Chicago, you know, you had a, a community. I speak to the whole country every night. And it's important to, you know, get out of New York City, love it here, but, you know, some people describe it as a bubble, to get out Look at stories that, that may resonate across the country but are playing out in a unique way in a particular right, city. Right, right. So this is the third time we've done this. We'll go um, next week. We'll be in a different city every night 
you know, doing stories that are important in those communities, but again, ones that, you know, may ring familiar to others. Do you find when you go to these communities that people hunger for the need to be, like they hunger to be seen? Is that a, is that a big thing where they go, wow, Lester Holt with the national news is here talking to me in a small town that no one really thinks about. Yeah, and about. it's important because I, 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 I bristle when, I, when people start thinking of this, you know, this big authoritative anchor job like we're on some kind of altar. We're not, you know, we're reporters. And I'm, I'm lucky to be, you know, the chief reporter, if you will, every night. Right. Uh, but I want people to know that this, the broadcast, we want the broadcast to always be relevant, to be modern, to, to touch people, to cover the stories that they're thinking about. And, and to do that, you really have to, have to get out. So it's, uh, you know, it was, it's, it's a no-brainer for me. Um, as a reporter, I like to be where the people are, where the stories are, are being made. And I think it you know, makes me better at what I do. Well, congratulations on everything. Thank Looking you. forward to the show. Thank you. Lester kicks off his Across America tour next week on NBC Nightly News. Tune in on your local NBC station. Lester Holt, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.